man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. This week of November 1st, 2021, Season 3, Episode 43. Chris here inside the garage, and we have our special guest this week, a Halloween recording edition. We're recording this on Halloween, so happy Halloween to you guys. (laughs) Charles and company, what's going on, guys? hey And, of course, we got Morris back here uh, for another week. Thank you for joining us again. How is it, man? What's going on? Yeah, by Morris, we mean Zach Morris. Zach Morris. <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. That's my, that's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were just here. At, we had a Halloween party here at the house. So yes, thanks for I coming, was. man. Yep. Uh, you dressed up as a misfit, misfit skull. The mis- mm-hmm. Yeah, Misfits mm-hmm. Fiend, officially. Fiend, yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Right? That was dope. Uh, yeah. I was Tommy yeah. Chong. My wife was a fortune teller, and our friends uh, were a couple from Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman and Walter White, and, uh, an 80s rocker. Yeah, it was pre- it was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. So hopefully you guys had a good time. And when Sergio dressed up as the eighties rocker, the <laughs> yeah, pink guitar. Man, he he great. took home the crown. He, yeah, great. for the oh, best yeah. costume, it was pretty was good. Great. Hey, hey, Lalo, how do you um how do you spot Sergio in a in a concert? You look for the one person in a giant crowd of people that aren't dancing, and he'll be the one dancing. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> He's it. The only one. That's how you find. And Sergio. you guys are Sounds joining like us a good guy. in costume yeah. as well. Describe your costumes for our listeners. Uh, so. Lalo, go ahead. You want to go right, first? Let's see. So my dad here is wearing a David S. Pumpkins real snazzy-looking tuxedo here made out of 100% polyester. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> and um, I am wearing a half Hannibal Lecter, half just prisoner costume in general kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Orange and an escape, escapee straight from the Department of Corrections. Of <laughs> from the DOC. David S. Pumpkins picked him up off the street after he escaped from jail, and he was wow. like, I'm David S. Pumpkins, man. What and a story. Right. Hang out. That's yeah. cool. And you guys match, I mean, with the orange. Oh, yeah. We're Pri- so... Prison jumpsuit and the pumpkins. Yeah, we're like if a pumpkin threw up. <laughs> That's what we're it's like. an orange <laughs> massacre. <laughs> All right, let's get to orange, this. Orange, uh... you impressed? <laughs> orange, you oh, impressed. Ah, that lame. was good, yes. <laughs> let's talk about bananas. This week's <laughs> topics, guys. Uh, a couple Ooh. bad ones this week. Well, just one, I guess, one kind of weird topic. All-time low having to deny some sexual assault allegations. We'll no, talk that about that. Sweet. That's never fun. Uh, this is interesting, though. Would-be assassin John Hinckley fights with Devo over publishing rights. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about what that is all about. It's a very interesting story. Ozzy celebrating the 40th anniversary of Diary of a Madman with a collab with Dogtown Skateboards, which is kind of cool. Dope. Led Zeppelin's entire catalog comes to TikTok. Plus, this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com. We're on Amazon Audible now. If you guys listen to podcasts that way, find us there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. The new albums that just came out this past uh, Friday, October 29th, uh, Jerry Cantrell's first solo album Mm. in quite some time, Brighton. Lodic, Marissa Nadler, Mastodon has a new one called Hushed and Grim that just came out. 
uh, Mick Jenkins, Richard Ashcroft, The War on Drugs, They Might Be Giants, and Tori Amos all have new albums. And we were just listening to the new Limp Biscuit, right? Yes, that just, just dropped came, on Saturday. Yeah. It just yeah. came out no uh, today, Halloween. Oh, yeah. on Halloween. Oh, okay, yes. so this morning. Officially yeah. on Halloween, and we just listened to it, and what'd you guys think? It sounded like Limp Biscuit. Like, like, kind of pick it up where they left Basically, exactly what you would expect. Yeah. He asked for a biscuit. He literally, literally, he yeah. literally asked for he a biscuit. He's like, well, what can we sing about? How about yeah. a biscuit? Yeah. I mean, we are Limp Biscuit. Yeah. So it's fair to say if you buy the Limp Biscuit <laughs> album, you're definitely going to get a biscuit. You know, oh, yeah. Biscuit. yeah. And yeah. you know what to expect, basically. It's not going to be any, like, uh, avant-garde jazz no, no. or something yeah, like that. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, <laughs> shitty topic to talk about, but let's get it out of the way. Uh, as it was big news this week, uh, as all-time low had to kind of go to social media to defend themselves to deny these recent accusations of sexual assault against band member Jack Barracat with an underage female fan. So, here's how it goes. Weeks ago, a woman posted a TikTok alleging that an unnamed band invited her onto their tour bus when she was 13. She never named the band but gave multiple hints. Just yesterday, another female accused Barracat of sexual assault when she was underage via Twitter. However, Uh. that account has been suspended, and the tweets are also unavailable. All Time Low's Instagram post reads in part, the allegations being brought against us are absolutely and unequivocally false. When a TikTok video gained traction a few weeks ago alluding to inappropriate behavior within our camp, we chose not to respond because of the glaring inconsistencies in the story and the apparent reluctance to mention us by name. We felt that a response would have elevated and escalated an outright lie, and in doing so, robbed actual victims of abuse of their very real and important collective voice. We believe victims. We stand with victims. We have only ever wanted to cultivate and nurture a culture around our shows that, that is welcoming, healthy, and safe. We're investigating further the source of these false al- al- or accusations and we'll be seeking legal recourse as we take these allegations very seriously. Oh, well, it was a very oh, yeah. mature statement. From, mm-hmm. Like, some of the statements that we read. Very defensive. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, and then... Yeah. The, we read some bad statements before. Yeah. Like, she's a fucking liar. Yeah. Like, bad state. This is this is a very, very eloquent... It's almost like it was drafted... Uh, by a lawyer? Drafted by a lawyer, <laughs> yeah. Just a smart uh, thing yeah, to do. Sure. And it's kind of interesting that the person who originally posted... Posts are now unavailable or missing or gone. That's or, what right. I think is giving some more credit to their yeah. side of it because if that was an actual person like standing up for herself, that account would be very valid and she wouldn't. It wouldn't be unavailable. The the account would not have been closed, you know. And so Possibly. I think it might have been a troll type of account that Twitter uh, ended up trying to verify. Could have been just a pop up account, just the. Hey, to, these guys, you know, did this weird thing like somebody trying to troll or just, or just a made the account just to get the information out there mm-hmm. or um, I'd be curious to see if there was any more activity on that account you know previous mm-hmm. to yeah so we'll, yeah. we'll have to see uh, you know we can't really decide either way with this kind of limited amount of information we do oh, have yeah. but we'll see in the coming weeks what happens to it I'm hoping I'm siding on the band that um, this was yeah. some kind of a but troll hopefully or something. you know and, and I don't want to discount any kind of victim. no and if they did yeah you know, then they need the to be held accountable. Seriously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember that, that happened with uh, MJK? Remember uh, a few years ago, somebody accused him. Uh, yeah, Maynard. High, yeah, during the peak of the Me Too movement. Oh. And it turned out to be false. And yes. it was, and he kind of, he, Maynard specifically silenced himself. He went completely off social media for like that whole time while they were doing like the investigation and stuff. Yeah. And it turned out to be a false claim. But, you know, we, st- even, even us, we, we still took it seriously on the podcast. We talked about it back in. 2018 or something, right? 
Yep. And it was it was yeah, we were like, Oh, this is a very serious allegation, we should take it serious, but at the same time, like we, we definitely hope it's not true and then it oh, turned yeah. out not to be true. So Right. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll give you guys an update uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, but let's move on to some better news this week in the rock world. Led Zeppelin uh, cashing out big as they have finally released their entire catalog of music to TikTok. So oh. now you can create videos, soundtrack to any Led Zeppelin song okay. from their entire career. Their full discography, even some weird ones. You oh, know? dope. They all got right. all the hits on there, but they have their entire discography so on there as well. interesting way to keep their music uh, relevant. In the in the kind of new Great age, point. Of, they, uh, I think a lot of bands, like I was talking to you about, at how Offspring sold their uh, rights to their entire catalog. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Bob Dylan did uh, Rolling Stones, or I can't remember some other significant bands. Have well, done when that. these bands are having a hard time to make money when they actually sell their albums, they're not actually make, making money selling them. Oh. They make them. They make considerable amount of money when they sell it to a, a TV show. For a publishing right exactly. or something like that, or they bundle in in like a creative merch bundle for it's like you know you get the album but it's vinyl you get a t shirt you get this and it's like a hundred bucks fifty bucks that's where a lot of bands are making their money these days yeah, yeah. creative inventive merch touring which isn't happening because of covid and all mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. so they got to think of ways to cash out otherwise and publishing rights is the next big thing oh yeah big time um, I know. mean it could be a really big retirement for some of these artists yeah so exactly. I mean, uh, David Crosby did that, right? That's Just, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, about, uh, yeah. I, I heard they only mm-hmm. paid him about fifty bucks for his entire catalog. Though. Yeah, they well, weren't impressed. Well, it was fifty bucks and and a nineteen eighty four Toyota like truck bed full of cocaine. And <laughs> he that was got a pure, deal. And he got only, a really good deal on that. Also, an old Monopoly get out of jail free card. <laughs> That's and it. They said you could yeah. use this if you ever get in. Uh, I heard they te- took the whole catalog, they put it in a pile, and burned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That was that was it. Yeah, yeah and they live streamed it. That was yeah. it. That was it was yeah. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine. For the drive of a true ball jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob. That you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Went in California. Just listen to the non-force consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-force consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, who's playing James? And James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Absolutely. All right. Well, so check it out. Led Zeppelin on TikTok. So there you go. Uh, Guns and Roses. All right. So check it out. 
Uh, Slash has got a new album out with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Uh, they just released their, uh, or well, it's coming out titled, it's four, I think it's their fourth album, and it's coming on February 11th. And they just released this new single from it, so everybody was like, oh, that's cool, Slash, you got some new music with your side group, but what's up with Guns N' Roses? They asked him, are you guys recording new music? Because they have a new EP that's apparently coming out, uh, but it's all old shit. Uh, it's all Guns N' Roses archive songs. Yeah. <laughs> so Slash gave this interview, and he says, uh, Billboard magazine, he says, quote, as far as Guns is concerned, we haven't even gotten to that point of really an earnest sitting down and writing. Huh. We've been doing a lot of material that's been sitting around for a while. That well, will they've be- been basically rewriting some of the, some of the uh, Chinese democracy stuff All that the was old released. outtakes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? Instead of actually like writing real music where they're like you know doing that, they're just kind of going through the... I mean, maybe it's the first step of like kind of reworking old tracks that you'd never finished or whatever, but what do you guys think instead of actually sitting down and writing an album? Well, it seems it, like they're fully It could capable. be a way of, of them to personally reconnect musically to right. their old their old music yeah, because that's kind of the stuff that where they left off back in the 90s. Mm. Um, possibly. That's a way to look at it. Um, kind of get yeah, them going uh, back on the right track. He's referring to the follow-up of their 1993 album The Spaghetti Incident, which is basically... <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, well, it's punk covers, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember there's a Misfits cover on there. It, it was I, like an assortment of just like odds and ends. It was kind of. Does 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 the spaghetti incident mean that they have an appetite for destruction? <laughs> appetite for spaghetti. <laughs> is that? I think that's that, what started uh, Charlie Day's it, um, spaghetti <laughs> policy questions. Is, is it, based off of this album? What is, is it, your spaghetti policy? <laughs> is it mom spaghetti, Lalo? Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. Is it mom spaghetti? Their knees are weak and their arms are heavy. Palms are sweaty. <laughs> All right. Well, shit. That new EP from Guns N' Roses is called Hard School, and I hate the way they spelled school on that. I know. So why the fuck? S-K-O-O-L. Why do they, it on. is not 1999. This not is not cool. the Limp Bizkit album. Why yeah. would you do that? We're fine. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're finally going to let Axel name <laughs> the EP. <laughs> you going to let me do it? How about hard school with a K? Hard school with a K. Yeah. Coming out February 25th, so Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, well, on in related here? news, though, Guns N' Roses tour of 2021 this year. Yeah. So far is the highest grossing tour of the year, uh, grossing $50 million and sold 363,000 tickets during a pandemic year, I might add. I know. Pretty fucking impressive. That is impressive. That's we can we can like, you know, uh, we can kind of uh, poke fun at at Axel and and Guns N' Roses ultimately, but we cannot hate on them because I think Axel's the sole owner of all those publishing rights. He's a smart motherfucker, that dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's in good shape, and they put on a good show. I will say, when I did see Guns N' Roses a couple years ago, I was totally blown away. I had the lowest expectations. I thought they were going to be fucking... (laughs) I was with you. Late and horrible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Neil falling off the stage. Dude, I remember (laughs) remember being there, and like it was like something like 25 It took me right back to the 90s. That's so cool. And they had this giant screen that was I couldn't believe it. The show was really good. Did you get down on your... He was on time. Oh, was he? We were late. Oh, okay. We actually missed the beginning of the first song because awesome. they were like, D- 
dead on time at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m., whatever it was. Yeah, we were out in the parking lot. We're, no, Axel won't go on. Yeah. You, you know, we're expecting him to go on. Yeah. Late, you know? <laughs> they, and then he was like, did. just a little patience. <laughs> God, I have so many of those. I need to stop it with the Guns N' Roses puns. All right, knock it off. Knock all it right. off, Charles. That's, That's enough. enough. That's you, all the Guns N' Roses news. We've reached our Guns N' Roses pun <laughs> limit. <laughs> No it's more Guns N' Roses out. news. That's the pun limit of the Guns N' Roses pun limit. Guns N' Roses pun limit is out. All right. This is a weird story. Hmm. Check this out, guys. Ronald Reagan's would-be assassin asks Devo where his song publishing is. Read the okay. headline. And I was like, what the fuck is this all about? Hmm. So, <clears throat> Devo's Gerald Casal, Casal, I think is how you say that, addressed President Ronald Reagan's would-be assassin John Hinckley's concerns over lack of songwriting publishing money. Hmm. So, the year after the 1981 assassin, uh, assassination attempt that happened, Devo used some of Hinckley's poetry to act as actress Jodie Foster for their song, I Desire. Okay. So, Wait, what? He apparently wrote a bunch of creepy stuff to Jodie Foster back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bunch oh, yeah. of poetry, right? Yeah. They used some of that in their song, I Desire. So, Hinckley's attempted assassination was the final act in his obsession with the actress played out in an effort to prove his love to Foster, which we all learned afterwards, which is so weird. So weird. Yeah. Uh, looking back on it, it's even weirder. Yeah. Newsweek reported that Hinckley, who has now been granted an unconditional release from a mental institution Ooh. 40 years yeah. after being found guilty of reason of insanity... He posted on social media back in 1982, I co-wrote a song with Devo called I Desire. It's on their album. <laughs> oh, no, it's Devo. He did, First of all, he didn't co-write it with them. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used his poetry, so let's move yeah. on. The album is still selling worldwide, especially in Japan and Europe. I haven't seen royalties in 35 years. What's the deal? So that was his <laughs> post. Oh, okay. What? I feel like if you try to kill the president... Then, then you're then you probably yeah. don't have yeah. to forfeit. I didn't, I didn't see him to... in 1982 <laughs> lobbying to get royalty yeah. rights, or then back then, or I didn't see him lobbying or, or uh, yeah, basically he didn't. Now before, that, now he, before he wrote that letter to Jodie Foster, he didn't take it down to the copyright office no. and say, "Hey, I need yeah. to get this copyrighted." Nope. Uh, so that's the thing. I don't think, uh, and I think that's probably what they're going to prove in court is yeah. that what he wrote was not in the context of a song. He didn't have an agreement with Devo going into that. And, yeah, yeah. You know what no. I mean. So anyway, so, so I know, I know he's a big fan of the podcast, and he listens religiously. <laughs> he so is. I'm, yes. I'm going to address you, John Hinckley, right now. If your poetry was good enough to get on a Devo album, you should just write some more poetry, yeah. right? And write write it under a surname. Maybe not instead of Robert Hinckley, just go as Bob Hinckley. How's that sound? <laughs> That do it for you. That works. Uh, it says Devo got permission from Hinckley to use his words, and the band also sought and received permission from Foster on the understanding that they weren't celebrating or endorsing Hinckley and his actions. Hmm. Uh, Casal uh, eventually added two more verses to Hinckley's poem that completely twisted the meaning of his verses on their heads so that the narrator is telling the girl to run from him because he's a dangerous guy. Mm. The Devo co-founder doesn't understand why Hinckley hasn't earned any royalties, but he admitted that he has nothing to do with either the band or Devo's <laughs> label, Warner Brothers Records. Casal went on to say that Hinckley created his own publishing company, so his royalties should have been going straight to him. It's possible that he's not lying. We're not talking about a lot of money here, believe me. I Desire wasn't a hit, but certainly it's not because of Devo that he didn't get his money. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's kind of he's not really like outright saying this guy should be It sounds get like Hinkley's up to his own old bad stuff. I yeah, mean, he's really right. I mean, 
what's his obsession with celebrities? He does he think that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, does he think that Devo is like? I, wanna, I, know. I really want to know what he thinks about Devo. It could be some crazy, crazy stuff. Oh no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's we'll nuts. only we'll only find out when his new book of poetry drops. I mean, Whoa. the guy tried to kill the president, yeah. shot the president. Yeah, actually shot him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He, it's not like the bullet missed. No, the fucking president shot, got shot. Uh, James Brady. Yeah. I think too, mm-hmm. and, um, a bystander or whoever or was he was. It like he a was an electric. I think he's an elected official. Actually, oh, somebody okay. James mm-hmm. Brady was something. And uh, crazy, um, and actually made him. Handicapped. What's What's crazy to me is that he's been in a mental institution for forty years, and the day he gets out, he's basically on social media, like saying all this crazy ass shit. Like, how is that even like? Yeah, how can right. you give somebody who's been in a mental institution like a public platform like social media, like unadulterated or whatever, unaccompanied, where he could just write whatever he wants on oh, there? Oh yeah, well, and people are like, yeah. oh, he's John Hinckley, so we have to pay attention to it. And yeah. here he is, like, just spouting off a bunch I of I sure hope shit. they are still keeping an eye on him. Ugh, fucking nuts. I mean, people, They have to be. Yeah. They have to be. The FBI oh, yeah. is watching this, dude. Yeah, they have to. Anyway. All right, let's move on. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking John Hinckley <laughs> on the Rock News Weekly podcast. He's what like, the hell is that? I'm going to go back and I'm going to rate you guys at a one. But now. I had to bring up the story. It was just so crazy. It was he's just gonna, like. He's going to sue us for slander. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> Fuck. He I is. not. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Please don't. We don't have any money. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> We've got nothing here. Send All right. me a guitar, John Hinckley, and I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. Do not solicit John Hinckley <laughs> on this podcast. Charles. Don't poke that sleeping giant. All right. <laughs> Ozzy, he's got the 40th anniversary coming out of his 1981 album, Diary of Madman. Was that his first solo album, right? That was his... Uh, no, uh, um, Blizzard, of, Blizzard of Oz was, ah, Blizzard of Oz. Ah. was the first one. In 1981, Diary of a Madman is celebrating 40 years, which is crazy. It's an updated digital release. A live version of his hit, Flying High Again, is an unreleased track, which is cool. I haven't heard that. And he's doing a collaboration. This is why it uh, caught my eye. With Dogtown featuring skateboard decks and clothing with art by Sean Cliver. That's I love rad. It. Uh, it's already it already went on sale, so by the time you guys are hearing it, it's maybe sold out. Uh, but it went on sale with some hoodies, some T-shirts, and the skateboard deck, love which it. is limited to 200 pieces. Uh, it's got a very cool custom artwork. I love that log. Uh, I that love logo there. the yeah. collaboration mm-hmm. look of the Ozzy Osbourne logo and the Dogtown logo. Oh yeah, in it's, one. it's amazing. Well done. A lot of yeah. this stuff can be very cheesy and stupid. Yeah, and it seems like whoever's doing this with Ozzy lately has been doing a very good job of picking the right style of collaborations and the right types of stuff. And they get really good artists with them, and it just it comes across as pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. The, the, right. Oh, the fat deck too. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. it's with the love old it. school fat decks. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, and then uh, so you get the bonus track. Uh, I guess the also Believer, a live version of Believer and Flying High again that haven't been released before. Oh, dope. on the deluxe edition of uh, Diary of a Madman. So, check that out. Uh, oh. All right, look at Gene Simmons no, putting his look, Las Vegas. Don't look at Gene Simmons. Oh. 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 He's saying Lalo. Lalo. He's saying Lalo with his He's tongue like, right there. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. Lalo. Lalo. Yeah. All right, so look at He put his Las Vegas home on sale. $14.9 million just five months after buying the house. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported uh, it's because he's not fans of 115-degree weather. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? That's, that's literally, it says he wants to sell the house because his family is, quote, not fans of 115-degree weather, end that's, quote. That's about as wonky as his apology to David Lee Roth. I know, right? <laughs> 
right? Weird. Uh, so he sold his Beverly Hills home for $16 million recently. He still owns a, a home in Malibu and another in Whistler, British Columbia. And he told uh, the New York Post that he was leaving Beverly Hills because, quote, there was unacceptable taxes and a constant parade of celebrity-seeking tour buses. Oh, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> right? I be, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, oh, and the, yeah, the, the the tour buses that go through the neighborhoods and point out where everyone lives. Oh look, Gene Simmons is yeah. taking out his trash. I know, right? <laughs> Gene Simmons from Kiss yeah. lives here. Yeah, you you might know him spewing blood from his tongue, <laughs> <laughs> blowing fire and drinking the blood of mortals. All right, you see him. You could, if you look real close, you can see his tongue coming out of the window right there. <laughs> and now a message from one of our sponsors. Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! Some rock birthdays this week. Check it out, guys. Not very many, but um, K.K. Downing, guitarist from Judas Priest. Turned in 70, Grace Slick. Cool, Grace Slick. From Jefferson Airplane and oh. Jefferson Starship, all that. 81, can't believe it. Yeah, wow. Grace Timothy Slick. B. Schmidt, the bassist from the Eagles, and Poco, 74. Chris Slade, oh. uh, the drummer from... He filled in for a while on ACDC. Uh, Man for Man, The Firm, Uriah Heep. The Firm was with um, Jimmy Page. Uh, Asia, he's 75. Rogers, Ste- Rogers oh. Stevens. Oh. Steve Rogers. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Rogers <laughs> Stevens. Uh, guitarist from Blind Melon, 51. All right, so we got some trivia, guys. You ready for some trivia? Yes. Yeah. This week in 1962, all right, this band enters the recording studio for the first time ever oh. working on three singles. Was it A, Pink Floyd, B, The Rolling Stones, oh. C, The Beatles, or D, David Crosby's psychedelic cocaine catastrophe? Oh, man. Oh. that's oh, You had to throw in D there, didn't you? Oh, so man. D, That's tough. D maybe, oh, but I'm going to probably go with C, even though D's really kind of calling. Yeah. The Beatles, C. Huh? I'm going to go with C. The Beatles. Okay, Chris going with Well, I think the, the Stones came out in 64. Okay. Uh, Pete uh, Floyd's a little... Well, I don't know. It's all right around yeah, that it's time. Difficult. Yeah, it could it's be. difficult. It's all right around that time. Um, Lala, what do you think? Okay, I'm going to go with D, David Crosby's psychedelic cocaine, uh, cocaine catastrophe, <laughs> because I truly believe that only David Crosby in a coke-induced rage could write three singles just to spite other bands. Oh, yeah. Right. But you know what's funny is all three of those singles, uh, all three of those singles, they the exact same song. 
just just but he just has a different pitch in his voice. It's just, cookie! Yeah, yeah. Different cookie! That's it. Yeah. Cookie! <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> it. Okay, so we got okay, so this band enters recording studio in nineteen sixty two, working on three singles for Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones, Beatles. Okay, so I normally Lalo, I would agree with you and I would say mm-hmm. D, David Crosby's psychedelic cocaine catastrophe, but this is a trick question that Chris threw out on us because I know mm. that this is actually David Crosby's famous Thanksgiving casserole dish. David Crosby's psychedelic cocaine catastrophe is <laughs> 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 an infamous casserole that he brings to every. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so you you threw us for a little. It was a little trickery. Yeah, and and you here's got me. And here's the deal, audience. It's fucking delicious. It's actually good. It's so good. Yeah. Actually, can I get some so more? It's one of the it's highest so rated good. casseroles on Yelp. It is. Or, uh, it is. or uh, what's that? Or uh, like the the, the, the recipe website or whatever. Yep. yep. Yeah. You can just make look it up. Them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So I actually, <laughs> I'm actually going with the Beatles, and I'm gonna say that all three singles were stolen from somebody. <laughs> stolen <laughs> from, from American American music black musicians. musicians. Yeah. Exactly. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well. It's actually the Rolling Stones, guys. What? This week in 1962, the Rolling, they were called the Rolling Stones before Rolling, Rolling rolling with the G on there. Uh, Mick Jagger, Keith Richard, Brian Jones. Rolling, Rolling. And Tony Chapman entered Curly Clayton Studios in London for their first recording session. They do a cover of Bo Diddley's You Can't Judge a Book. Jimmy Reed's <laughs> close together and muddy waters <laughs> soon forgotten. Uh, so I go back and I, I'll take back my staying my in line and with just reworking yeah. poor black musicians' uh, works yeah. and making money off of <laughs> them, putting a white face yeah. on it. Yep, we're the British invasion. All right, so check it out. We got more trivia, guys. Ooh, nice. This week in 1975, this musician makes history by being on the cover. Of Time and Newsweek magazines during the same week. Mm. Who was it? Was it A, David Bowie, B, Mick Jagger, or C, Bruce Springsteen, or was it D, (laughs) David Crosby holding a gun and smoking a crack pipe at the same time? Nice, nice. It's kind of tricky on this one. Uh, there's two Davids. You know what? There's two Davids. There I'm, is. I'm gonna go ahead. That's and, the trickery. I'm trying uh, to. I'm gonna take this one first. Um, and and uh, so we've got so we've got David Bowie, A, B, Mick Jagger, C, Bruce Springsteen, or D, David Crosby holding gun, smoking crack by at the same time. But what you don't see, audience, is E, uh, David Crosby, pregnant, naked, <laughs> holding his stomach, which was the inspiration for the famous 1992. Uh, Demi no Moore, kid. Demi Moore no um, magazine cover. Yep. She saw David. Oh, the one where she's naked, where she's holding her belly. That's, that, yep. David and Crosby so I'm gonna go did with that e. first. I'm wow. going to go with E, a nude David Crosby, pregnant and holding his belly. What do you think, Lalo? I'm going to go with David Bowie just because I can't think of a better answer than that. that That's good. That's still a fine guess. That's a fine guess. It's a fine, it's a fine, guess. Uh, fine guess. I'm with Lalo on that one. Yeah. David Bowie? Yeah. Mm. Going to put myself on time. Well, guys, it's actually (gasps) Bruce Springsteen. Oh, look at that. 1975 appears on the cover of both Time and Newsweek magazines. 
Rock's new sensation was the headline on Time, and Newsweek said, making of a rock star. Man, I, one I had no idea he went back that far. I thought he was yeah. more of an 80s guy. Yep. For the Rock's new sensation cover, he looks like he should be holding a shotgun. He looks kind of creepy on yeah, the Time does. magazine when he looks like, like he's Charles Manson he's holding a bat, like a bloody bat or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just killed a man. What are you going to do about it? It's, it's the ghost of Tom Jones. He looks like you know, a, a traveling hobo on a train, like a boxcar train anorexic that just Chuck killed Norris. a man. You know what? Uh, so, so audience, if I'm going to paint this picture for you, I'm going to paint you a picture of an already painted picture. So this this picture of him is the epitome of he he he. That's we need to bring that like just, back yeah. in a meme form or yeah. something. We need to make a meme out of that because that's pretty fucking good. We do. That's amazing. He looks it's creepy amazing. as hell. Oh, he was born in the USA. Yep. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he was. Oh, yeah, we got uh, one more. This is not rock trivia, but I thought this was kind of cool because Halloween just ended. <laughs> what is this year's most popular Halloween costume, guys? Oh, David F. Pumpkins. Is it? It's, it that is not in the top ten. No, it's not. Uh, maybe. Uh, but let's check it out. What do we? I'll show you the top ten. Mm. So what, are the, what is the number one here? This is the question. Is it A, a witch, B, Corella DeVille, C, a dinosaur, or D, David Crosby? <laughs> What is this year's most popular Halloween costume? Oh, my God. A, a witch. B, Cruella DeVille. I saw a lot of uh, David Crosby's, I gotta say, uh, so far. What do you, what it's do you think? definitely up there. I, I actually it's saw number like one. a large mob of David Crosby's roaming through our neighborhood. Yeah, you know, no like throwing cones. throwing bags of flour meant to look like I cocaine in people's oh, wow. doors and I shooting their six David shooters Crosby into the sky. Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you oh, you could have. You, you got, got the mustache. mustache. You got the yeah. mustache going. <laughs> no, all you need is a gun and a bag of cocaine. <laughs> I would have got it. Yeah. So you're David Crosby. Oh, yeah. The only two props. Like wily, wily, wiry hair you know just like you just woke up like you just got kicked out of bed like you heard a loud noise and your hair is like all yeah wired, matted, like flat like a, and matted I've, yeah i've been sitting in a recliner all yeah. night yeah exactly you've got, got this yeah. weird indentation on the back of your head <laughs> all you gotta do is like pull up in your car and inside of your car next to you is is exactly five six shooters and 12 bags of hot dogs <laughs> and, wow. and, a, and yeah, a bunch of different thimblefuls of, of pure Colombian mm. cocaine. Wow! So I like Lalo's answer though. Like there was a, there be. was a whole parade of David Crosby. Right. Just like a bunch of children dressed up as yeah. David Crosby. <laughs> it was like a whole oh, like a whole crowd of them. It's a very popular children's costume. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, Although I think David Crosby is a good one. That would I be a great one. It would it would be? I good think one. the actual winner was the dinosaur. Scene. Yeah. Dinosaur, big, because I had I did see a bunch of those They're, blown up. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. I will tell you, these are like the top five. The, the A, B, and C are the actual top five. Okay. Nice, year. nice. Right. They're not. These aren't random ones. These are the, the most popular ones. So, what do you think, Lalo? You know what? I'm actually going to go with dinosaur. Dinosaur. Now, now that dinosaur. Have you ever seen one of those things walk around? They kind of hobble around the and big blown up, bounce big, around, kind of yeah, like David Crosby. Yeah. So I can exactly. see where yeah. the. The, the you confusion. Know, the people yeah. would be seeing. Inspiration yeah. or mistaken. Yeah. They might see, yeah. oh, that, look, it's David Crosby. Oh, no. It's, it's a just blow a up bouncing T-Rex. dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Right. They have the same body mechanics. <laughs> when they They're walk. both dinosaurs. Yeah. Very, They're both small very, very small hands. Very small hands. Very floppy. Very small front hands. Yep, absolutely. 
Um, I'm going to agree with the group here. I'm going to go with C, dinosaur. Well, it's actually a witch. What? No. Yes, a How witch is you? number one. And Google took a look I'm at what... I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> yeah. Google Trends has released its uh, results. The most popular one isn't from a movie or TV show. Wow. It's a Halloween classic. It's a witch. Okay. So, in fact, six of the top ten are old costume standbys. They're just regular shit. So, look at Number one is a witch. Number two is a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever seen, seen that in rabbits. my lifetime as a rabbit popular. Have you seen that? I uh, I didn't see any rabbits. I actually went is with dinosaurs. Is it like the dinosaurs bunny ears three. where the girl puts the little bunny ears or All the right. Playboy bunny? Maybe okay. that that could fall into Wait, a I rabbit. Mean, does I guess. that count? This is a good. No, I think they'd say Playboy bunny if it was if that was that. This is a good yeah. opportunity for our for our um, a relative teenage expert here to <laughs> weigh in on. On the cool, the what, cool what costumes have you actually been seeing, teenage expert? Let's see. I saw Iron Man, but he was just covered in paper plates, spray painted golden, uh, <laughs> in like a red, <laughs> really red spandex. It was cool. That's impressive. Wow. I saw a lot of people like cosplaying from the the anime, the animated show uh, Demon Slayer. Actually, that was the majority oh, yeah. of people really? that I saw. Yeah, that's a good show. Um, there really was that, show. and then the reason I went with dinosaurs is because I saw a very heated fist fight between a dinosaur and a shark in the middle of... I'm not lying about it. I'm not joking. That's precious. <laughs> a dinosaur and a shark fighting it out in costume? A dinosaur, a shark, and a man riding or humping a camel? I couldn't tell. That's got to be affiliated. Oh! Yeah. That's, that's got to be affiliated with David Crosby somehow. He, he was involved. In that. He orchestrated it. He, he could have been betting on that whole fight. He instigated it. I think he was betting fight. on it. So like, I, a, like a Hunger Games type of situation. I feel like, you know what? I feel like witch is is the easiest costume to pull off because technically, like, up to, like, maybe, um, you know, maybe the the early 1800s, like, if you just dressed as, like, a poor dressed woman, you would be, be identified a as a witch. You yeah, just witch. for speaking out of turn. Sure. Right. You were too pretty. So it's <laughs> relatively easy costume. <laughs> You could just dress like a normal woman. Yeah. And just, be like, witch! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> witch! It's witch! Witch! Um, and then the, the rest are Spider-Man, number four, Cruella DeVille, for some reason. I don't know why. Italian is that, Spider-Man? Is that, did, there's a new movie uh, is, that came out yeah. or something? I'm not, is yeah. there is a new movie. Dimation. I missed that. Okay, with, I missed that. Yeah, with uh, Emma Stone. She's, oh, she yeah, that's Cruella. right. Oh! Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, a prequel kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just about her, right? It's just about it's just Cruella. Her. Yeah, who she yeah, is. It's right. like an origins she, yeah. film, right? Okay. It's like it's a Disney, it's a Disney film, but it gets pretty dark because you, yeah. you, you you learn how how much she likes killing animals. Oh, like and wearing yeah. their right. skin. And when you think about it, <laughs> the whole premise behind is about her wanting to kill one hundred and one puppies to make a coat to make puppies. A coat. Yeah, like she wants to murder puppies herself, yeah. and her henchmen actually like. And that's the part of it that that's pretty wicked. It is. It'll traumatize a kid. And and like Disney's like letting children like, yes, this is a maybe you love this character. I don't know. Here is this weird story. Who knows? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And they'll probably right. give some backstory on why she should be forgiven or why she she should be given leverage. That's actually like exactly what they did. That's they did exactly. like that was the entirety of the movie. It was just like you should feel sorry for her. She <laughs> yeah. had a bad childhood. That's bullshit. Yeah. It reminds she can me kill of that uh, Angelina to. Jolie yeah. movie. Yeah, um, oh, that's horrible. What was yeah. the Angelina Jolie one with? Uh, um, oh yeah, I forgot. Mole- the, Maleficent. Uh, Jesus Christ. Maleficent. Oh, Maleficent. 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 That was the latest. Yeah. That was super popular when it, when that came out. What was yeah. that? I don't know. How and long ago? Wasn't she I'm supposed so to be ten years ago, evil, evil too? And oh, yeah. right. Everybody loves her. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, we can forgive yeah. her now. 
It's okay. It's like the next Disney movie is going to be Buffalo Bill. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> origin story. <laughs> John Heatley only Bill. tried Buffalo to kill Bill. the president, he just but, liked, you know, he you know, could be let. plump lady. He yeah. could be let free, too. We're going down a dark path. We're going down a dark path. Let's move on. Movie TV entertainment news. Ozzy and Sharon's story is heading to the big screen. They're going to be doing a film about their love life. Oh, being awesome. It's our love life. I love it. How Sharon! I love it. <laughs> a few, Stop like, making a movie about us! <laughs> just, just the ham, throwing hams. Um, yeah, so. I, Chris, uh, like a month and a half ago, we covered a story, and what was really funny was Sharon was talking about how their, relation, their relationship was very tumultuous, how they got into all kinds of rows, physical fights, you know, all kinds of craziness. And then we were like, yeah, we were talking about it like, yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? And then at some point in the story, it says, yeah, that just happened a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we like, you know, like a, a record stopping. <laughs> we were like, hold on a second. A decade ago? Aren't they like 69, 70 years old? Yeah. Like, they're they're still going at it and fist fighting and and well know, it was just a year ago there something like that where it came out that Ozzy had been cheating on her oh yeah yeah so I mean it, that hasn't been very long so it's clearly they've just had their bumps in the road all along the way I'm sure yep. yeah yeah well and then this is going to be documenting it and apparently Jack Osborne and Amy Osborne are producing the film. Oh, okay, cool. They have their own Osborne Media that's going to be doing that, so that's good for them. Um, in in Ozzy's defense, he did not one single time did he actually know he was cheating on Sharon. <laughs> like he, as far as he was concerned, he was standing in front of the refrigerator eating cheese slices. Yeah, <laughs> she like just, wore a wig and so... started talking like Sharon. And yeah, yeah. no, I'm Sharon, Ozzy. Yeah. Everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Hmm. Could be. We'll see in the movie. Yeah. Right. Who knows? Uh, Netflix sharing Tiger King 2 trailer. Did you guys see that shit? Oh, is that Keanu Reeves? Is he going to be in it? No, yeah, it's no, different. This is different. <laughs> oh. yeah. Keanu Reeves is not Tiger in Joe King. Exotic Part 2 John or whatever. Nick, Tiger King 2. No, but uh, Tiger King 2, Joe Exotic, it's back. They're going to like find out. I don't see. I was thinking in my head, like, what are they going to do? Apparently, they're going to look more into the, de- the deeper dive into the disappearance of Carol Baskin's former husband, Don Lewis, yeah. who was declared legally dead in 2002. Tiger King 2 is coming out November 17th in a couple weeks. So. Mm, okay. Did Ooh. you guys... You guys seen the first Tiger oh, King and all that? Absolutely. Right? I, I dove it. into Are you that. interested, though, right. oh, in an actual, in a Tiger King 2, mm-hmm. in well, the sequel? Yeah, kind of. I'm glad it's not Or is gonna, it like kind of... Yeah. As, lo- as long as it's not really on Joe Exotic anymore, because I'm kind of like... It sounds Over like it's that. not. It sounds like it's more. It says it's focusing on a deeper dive into the disappearance of her husband. So hopefully, but you know he's mm. going to be in it. I'm surprised she, she got wasn't out of the... jail and he's all fucking gung ho and wants to be a celebrity and everything. You know, wants to oh, be is he out of jail? Now? I think right. Or is oh, I know he's still in jail. Oh, he's still in jail. Yeah, he's still in jail. Okay. My bad. Okay. Yeah, because his that one other dude just died. Oh right, uh, alcohol poisoning. Um, the the guy that 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 ratted on him. Ah, uh, oh. uh, yeah, he's still in jail. Okay. Uh, Carol Baskin, I felt like that should be the number one Halloween costume this year. Carol uh, Baskin? Sergio's lady almost came as her. No they way. Were gonna, they were going to do Tiger uh, Tiger King Couple. It was going to be Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic. Oh, but they hilarious. didn't do it. But it was pretty good. Would you watch that, Tiger King 2? I would absolutely watch Tiger King 2. Yeah, me too. In a New York minute. <laughs> All right. Well, it's coming out on November 17th. So there Especially you go. since Keanu Reeves is in it. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, <laughs> Keanu Reeves he is, is not in that. playing Joe Exotic. <laughs> 
I wanted to mention this because I thought this was cool. He gave out a bunch of Rolex watches to the four stuntmen who worked with him recently on the Ooh. set of John Wick 4. Such a TMZ cool guy. reports the actor handed out brand new 2020 Submariners or Submariners uh, filming Ooh. wrapped in Paris this weekend. A social media post from Jeremy Skills, which was one of the stuntmen, showed the watches were engraved with the John Wick 5 along with a thank you from Reeves at the end of the year 2021. Mm, nice. So I thought that was kind of cool. There, He's like, Keanu Reeves is Sounds like the- an appropriate thank you for somebody who's taken all your hits, really. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Big time. That's yep. a good point. And, Absolutely. But uh, I bet you a lot of actors don't go that kind of. No. That's, somebody like a Mel Gibson. I that's really see gracious. Him. I mean, I think right? it's awesome. Be like, yeah, it's your fucking that's job. Great. You know, ah, take that hit, you know, or something, whatever, right? And, Every, cl- yeah. and clearly people in the mu- movie community are taking hits right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. So these types yeah, of gestures go a long way. No, that's it's a good point. Big time. Speaking of. Literally this, and figuratively. Yeah, right? literally. Yeah, yeah. Check this out with Stephen King. Rough. A new Stephen King adaptation is coming I to. I got that one. <laughs> Uh, Netflix. It's called what the heck is it called? Mister Harrigan's phone. <laughs> it's a new uh, short story that Stephen King wrote, mm. and it's coming to Netflix. It's an adaptation of the short story. Uh, this guy Joe Tippett uh, will join previously announced cast of Jaden Martell and Donald Sutherland. Okay, it will air on Netflix. So nice. There you go. New Stephen King. I've been going okay. through a lot of the Stephen King stuff. It's been available through the Halloween stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think mostly on Netflix, right? Or right. on uh, yeah. some of the streaming because I have various. I have a couple, so I'm not. What's, they all kind of. If you had to choose, together. maybe like one or two. This is a good question for okay. everybody. One or two of your favorite Stephen King adaptations Ooh. to film. Right. Uh, if I will, well, like, is, it, is the Shining? Shining is Stephen King, right? Yeah. Okay, so Shining would definitely be. Well, what, which, which one? Which version are we talking about here? Like the, the Stanley for Kubrick, TV, the TV version that came out. There was a TV series in like. Yeah. The no, I'm talking about the Jack Nicholson, the original. Yeah, Stanley yeah. Kubrick one. He okay. hated Stephen yeah. King. Hated that one. Yeah. Really? He did. Oh yeah, I hated well, it. Well, I think yeah. it's because maybe it's probably the reason why I like that is because it's Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. The way uh, it's done. <laughs> and I love I love anything that he does. I have to agree. That's one of mine. Um, I also really. Love Cat's Eye. Oh yeah, Cat's Eye from the cat's point of view. It's yeah, it, yeah. it goes through the cats three different people and shit. or three yep. different stories. Like that's a cool same one. cat kind of goes from this group of people. This thing happens, goes to the next one. It's like three different stories, but it, they all have the same cat that's involved. A good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore's in that as well. At the yep. end, she's very small. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. Right yep, after Firestarter. Right. Yeah. Right after Firestarter. Yeah. yeah. She's a very little girl. Yep. Um, and then uh, what's another one? Uh, Stephen King. Um, My favorite Stephen King adaptation was 101 Dalmatians <laughs> about a lady who likes to kill puppies yeah. and wear them and wear, wear their, their skin. skin. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. It's pretty scary. She's the terrifying. Buffalo Bill of, Di- of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> the Buffalo Bill of Disney. She is. She is. Okay. All right. Check this out. So Dune. Yes. Opening at 40 million. It is the best opening day for a simultaneous Warner Brothers Theatrical release and HBO Max opener. Yes, at nice. forty million. Halloween Kills came in second. You could tell the difference here at fourteen million. So Ooh, that's yeah. a big difference, yeah, like yeah, fucking twenty-five gap. million or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so Dune killing it. I personally loved it. Oh, I loved Let, it too. Let's I have, loved it too. I watched yeah. it on let's HBO. Let's not have any spoilers. Yep. But how it. did you guys feel about the film in general? Uh, so for me, so so every like everybody on this, if you've listened to this podcast anytime, or hell, if you even know any of our my family, you would know we're Dune fanatics. So like this one is very close to the book. This one is is a is a is a very close novel adaptation. So I loved it. 
Um, I think that they captured it like elo- like eloquently. It was just ev- the visually stunning. The mm. the it, so that thing that I showed you. It said Dune is Star Wars for people who listen to Tool. <laughs> yeah, that's like so. It's a great like, way so to describe perfect. it. Yeah, so it was very yeah. casual way to describe it, but it's still. Yeah. I was like, that's good. I thought it was great. The the <laughs> casting was just spot on. Fucking excellent. Spot on to the to the. I mean, I've read the book probably forty times in my life, and. Even just leading up to this movie, I read the first six Frank Herbert books again, um, just to kind of get per- get myself prepared for right, it. Right. Okay. So yeah, that's how that's how obsessed I am uh, with this. <laughs> but that means a lot coming yeah. from somebody who's read the books. Yeah, and yeah. we're talking. We were just talking yeah. about film adaptations. I mean, I'm John Hinckley. Dune a little bit over here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is one of those films though that I was talking about that Did I you felt- co-write it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will not. John Hinckley, goddammit. Get out of this podcast, John Hinckley. Fear is a little Fuck. death that brings total obliteration. All right. I, I wrote that on the toilet. <laughs> All right. Check That's it out. Cool. Uh, this, this adaptation, I thought, was the best use of the technology that we have available now to create a cinematography thing that they tried to do in yeah. the 1984 film with David Lynch. Yeah. They, ju- they just could not achieve. Oh, yeah. And just a simple example is like the the parts where they activate their body armor. Yeah. On the David Lynch film, it's like fucking laughable. Oh yeah. They're like in these big orange blocky fucking uh, graphic things that look like uh, like a, a Tron. Oh yeah. An animation like of their bodysuit. It looks so stupid. It almost takes you out of the film. You're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But in this one, everything is done just so well in terms of the technology and the use of like uh, graphics and and the way they did it with like. The spaceships. Oh yeah, big time. The fucking they just were perfect. Spaceships uh, alone were just like so impressive. They felt like there there was this connection with the audio in the movie that was done so well. I guess the dude. I was reading something about how the guy recorded certain things to create these ambient bass sounds. Oh yeah, yeah. To, to make the the ships sound more realistic. Dennis Valneur. On a, on a surround system? Yeah, like he, re- he oh, went yeah. out and recorded Rumble. stuff in the yeah. field and like did all this audio shit to make these sounds of these ships like come alive. And it really, I was thinking about it like if I would have seen this in an IMAX theater, yeah. I would have been like fucking like that guy on the, the picture where he's fucking sitting in the Oh, yeah. Fucking hair <laughs> yeah, for Philip, is that Phillips? Is yeah, that, the Phillips Magnavox. Like, yeah, 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 those yeah. old advertisements. That's the way I would have felt with this movie. It was that type of movie. Like it's yeah. one of those ones where I I'm gonna see the sequel in an IMAX theater when it comes out next year because seeing it on HBO at my house and it was cool. I put it on the nice stereo and it was very comfortable. Yeah. But these movies deserve, I think, that kind of Oh, big time. You know, it's like ambiance, seeing a Star yeah. Wars film in the theater. You gotta mm. see those types of movies in the theater, right? Absolutely. Just a whole different feeling. Just like seeing <laughs> yeah. like seeing a band live. Yeah. 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 Compared to watching a live stream at, at your house. Yep. Except, except, Especially when you go to IMAX or something oh, like that. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's full on crazy yeah. sound. The sequel was announced. Uh, part two will be coming out October 20th, Sweet. 2023. Nice. I hope so. they go on. I hope they make, I hope Dennis Valdner, uh I hope he makes Dune Messiah and, and everything. Children so, of Dune, Chapter House Dune. Yeah. Is that all part of the the series do you think that they're gonna go that far or do you think this is all just they could a, a one and done type of thing i hope it's more but the original six books uh the um his son carried it on um 
with uh with another sci-fi writer they carried on the, like the dune universe uh-huh. they expanded on it but the original six that were written by frank herbert are like probably some of the best books that you know anyone could ever read i mean they they actually dune is called the best sci-fi book ever written like it's it's huge right it, but the and the whole the six book series is so crazy it gets you sucked in you just i i think that if they have the same director i think they could easily they could easily do it that'd be awesome yeah carry well, it's on. coming out not next year but in 2023 uh Ooh, so that's on elm street house yeah so the nightmare on elm street house uh the home in la from the original 1984 film nightmare on elm street has been listed for sale just in time for Halloween. Oh, so by you Gene guys, Simmons? you know, <laughs> it's not not by Gene Simmons, but it is three point five million dollars. Um, apparently, another director bought it in twenty thirteen. Uh, director Lorraine Scafaria. Oh, I know her. <laughs> in the movie, the home served as the protagonist Nancy Thompson's home. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all kind of know that that house and stuff but yeah. oh absolutely isn't that yeah, crazy yeah, how it's yeah. going for that much i mean 3.5 i guess because it has that kind of history. well i think it's right off of sunset it's right yeah down. it's a very desirable yeah. area right it's a nice area it's almost kind of just below uh kind of beverly hills i think yeah um, in a really really uh good area offers on the house are appropriately due on halloween which is pretty pretty clever so whoever cool. is listing it they knew They're like let's wait till halloween we'll get some press on this absolutely you know? we have a i know we have a, a like an international audience but just letting people know who don't live in california 3.5 million is also the cost of a shack in monterey <laughs> i know right yeah or 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 a, Santa or a Cruz. bathroom in San Francisco, just yeah. like a just a single bathroom with like a tiny bed that folds out from the wall, three point five million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy weather on the way. News from around the world. Winter's coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. So check it out. I guess the South and the Gulf Coast have the strongest probability of warmer than usual winter. Mm. Uh, but it looks like us here on the West Coast. Where's us? Northern California, Wyoming, Minnesota. Looks like. They will see normal temperatures. Mm. As far as precipitation, Pacific Northwest Great Lakes most likely see a wetter than average winter this year. But we're not going to get anything in California, it looks like. So central to the Central Valley, it's going to continue to be freezing my balls off in the winter and <laughs> hot as hell in the summer. <laughs> Very it's, true. Yeah. But nothing too crazy for us, but uh, it looks like some other parts of the country is going to be kind of wild. So, Oh, wait, Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. <gasps> Thanksgiving dinner could be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. Well, yeah, because Ooh. it's got David Crosby's casserole. <laughs> What's well, the cocaine catastrophe casserole? Yeah, yeah It's yeah. very expensive to make. You have to put a kilo of cocaine in yeah, there, so that raises crazy. the price Absolutely. of Thanksgiving right there. What is the going rate for a kilo of cocaine? Uh, 3500 I don't know. Somewhere around that. Watch oh. that be exactly right. <laughs> watch watch that be like we leave this podcast. Go, I imagine yeah, it's like, like ten. How it's did Chris 10. know exactly how much a kilo? <laughs> Thirty-four seventy-five, somewhere in that range. <laughs> yeah, if I had to guess, I don't know. It all depends too, because you know we're, we're in America. Maybe so a pinch less. Like, what the hell is a kilo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it pronounced kilo or kilo? That's right. Uh, okay, so the costs are up due to a knotted supply chain, high mm. transportation expenses, labor shortages, trade policies, bad weather, and inflation. Yeah, so it's like yeah. the perfect storm for fucking everything, right? Yeah. Uh, they say, so the current, what is it? The price per pound is expected to surpass the current record benchmark of $1.36, which was set in 2015. For turkeys? Uh, I guess, yes. Oh, uh, that's the, why I got my turkey like, like two weeks ago. The price increase in turkey is attributed to the price of corn, 
which is more than doubled in prices some places nationwide between July 20 and 21. So Ooh. wait, corn the food or corn the ban? <laughs> is I, it? It's spelled with a C. Talking about Jonathan Davis so I think here. It's, I think it's the food. Mm. It could be the price of corn with a K <laughs> because three of the band members have COVID. Yeah. And the price of getting those guys out on the stage is a lot more because they have animatronic characters mm. now. Yeah. Uh, Don, Jonathan Davis animatronic yeah. type of, uh, you Chuck know, like a Chuck E. Cheese, Cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's like, a different man. That's a different man. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a <laughs> same, same oh, thing. Oh, it's going to be a rough Thanksgiving at Corn Camp. Oh, man. Man, what are they going to do? What are they going to do at Corn Camp? They may have toothpaste that is orange juice flavored because uh, so that's what Tropicana so is doing. Brushing your, tree, uh, your teeth and drinking orange juice. That was always the thing, right? Yeah. Like, you couldn't do that, right? Yeah. Well, now orange juice brand Tropicana has announced... That as of November 1st, yes. it will introduce a limited edition Tropicana toothpaste. Yes. That sounds like a nightmare <laughs> in yes. your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's surprisingly, that's the slogan. Is it there almost a chemical reaction yeah. that happens? Curdling? You can enter to you win know? a tube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> 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 I hate oh, every part of that. <laughs> yeah. That was my metal band in, in high school. Yeah. Uh, you can enter to win a tube by leaving a comment on Tropicana's Instagram page if you want to win that. I'm going to leave fuck? a comment on Tropicana's Instagram page that just says these two words. Fuck you. Stop. It's that is a, a horrible idea. Yeah. It's a, like, uh, I don't know. Who, th- who thinks of these? I don't know. They're being clever. Geez. We're talking yeah. about it. So you know who it is, right? It's Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Because that's Meta? what he thinks is normal because he's an android. Just like having a thing of Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue in his, his shelf, uh, shelf behind him. Right, he's like, buy some books. Do, do humans think that this is good decoration? Yes. I, this must be. I they love barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce on human flesh yeah. and it will taste great. Yes, they love barbecue sauce and they love shelves. I know so what, this must be real. I know what picture you're talking about. It's just yeah. Sweet Baby Ray's yeah. on like a decorative yeah, I shelf. I shared that. Yeah. 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 And he's like, this Supposedly he did that as an Easter egg as a joke. For some previous thing that happened, about yeah, him. Uh, I'm not really sure what the backstory is on that, but it was, well, like that. It was an Easter egg. I it was think a joke. I know the joke actually because he was laughing quite hard when he was eating that human flesh. <laughs> That's the joke. It was a joke, and he's like, "Jokes on you! I eat humans." <laughs> Jokes on you! I eat humans. So what do you think about that? Changing their name stuff? to Meta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with that? Facebook changing their name to Meta. What's uh, so? Uh, apparently, Facebook isn't going to change its name of Facebook, but the company that owns all of it is changing its name to Meta. Yeah, in the metaverse and all that. What's stuff. so to be Facebook by Meta? Yeah, Instagram by Meta. Right. Yeah. WhatsApp by Meta. Yeah. People yep. still use WhatsApp. He says the new I name so. comes oh, from the yeah. Greek Old word people. for beyond and better represents the company now. Yeah. So. Mm, okay. Whatever. Mm, dude. All right. Get over it. Get all over right. it. Filthy rich. This is crazy. <laughs> Two JFK nephews calling for the assassination documents release after delay. So, here's the deal. Two nephews of President John F. Kennedy are calling for the Biden administration to release the final batch of secret documents related to the 1963 assassination after their scheduled release was delayed. The record the records were set to be made public on Tuesday, but the White House announced Friday, October 22nd, that it would delay the release until at least December 15th mm. and potentially longer. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. told Politico that's, quote, outrage against American democracy, that the document documents haven't been released. And his cousin, former Rep. Patrick Kennedy, said, quote, I think for the good of the country, everything has to be put out there so there's greater understanding of our history. 
What do you guys think about that? I mean, they were supposed to release. I think those they docu- should have released those yeah, documents what the fuck? years ago. Why not? What yeah. What's the deal? Anybody yep. related to that stuff is long gone by now. Yep. Who are you protecting? Give the fucking re- the the family that's left some kind of closure and some kind of like information that they've been asking for for literally like fifty years. Yep. Yeah. You know, sixty years. Yeah. It's Holding on to it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so anyway, I, I, we're not, not getting politics stuff, but what the fuck? Mm-hmm. If it's supposed to be released, then fucking release it, you know? Anyway. All right. This was interesting, and I thought it was cool, and an actual good use of Amazon Alexa, because I'm not a big fan of Amazon Alexa and all that stuff. We dis- I unplugged all that shit in, in here after I read some articles about how they keep logs. There was this lady, and apparently you can find out on... You can go through your Amazon account and somehow find these files that they save, mm-hmm. and they save all kinds of files Oh yeah, of just random recording of you talking in your house, Ooh. and they keep them... In like this little database. I love that. Isn't that great? So, I love yeah. that. It's like literal Big Brother stuff, right? I um, purposefully do crazy stuff just so I can get in that database. I'm like, your, well, I mean, have you ever board? said something about something and then picked up your phone ten seconds oh, course, later sure. and then scrolled halfway down yeah. your Facebook yeah. screen and seen exactly what you were just talking oh, yeah. about? That's what's happening. I've had that happen yeah. to me yeah. numerous That's times. That's because our phones are doing the same thing. Yeah, well, Google's our phones, like our phones are recording us all the time. We give permission to apps to allow use of the microphone yep. and they allow and they record our shit all the time mm-hmm. so it's perfect I anyway it. i know exactly what i want <laughs> so this this is a good use of this technology though i'm thinking like why hasn't this been used before why wasn't this designed for this right yeah so they're going to be doing this in hospitals now at boston's children's hospital cedar sinai bay care in florida houston all these major hospitals all around the country they're doing Amazon Alexa-enabled devices to help patients communicate with health staff and control devices in their hospital room. Mm, I already know how that's going to go. Oh, yeah. I already so, know. You, okay, this is how it's going to go right off here. in a week. Ready? You ready? <laughs> this is how it's going to go right here. Uh, Alexa, please call the nurse. I'm in great pain. Okay, here's playing the greatest hits by David Blaine. <laughs> Alexa, please. I'm in tremendous pain. I need medication. Okay. Here's here's uh, the greatest hits by David Bowie, You're just right. for you. <laughs> I hope not. Dude. Oh God, I'm gonna die! Yeah, please help okay. me. Playing I've Guns N' Roses. I've ordered you one loaf of rye bread from the nearest supermarket. Would you like it? Would you like to upgrade to unlimited? <laughs> oh my God, that would be horrible. Go. That's how it's gonna go. Fuck, I yeah. hope not. But apparently, Amazon says using the devices in healthcare could mean staff doesn't need to enter the patient's room unnecessarily, enabling them to increase productivity, conserve medical supplies, protective equipment, and free up staff time to provide more personalized care. Have these people ever heard of an intercom system? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's only been around for the past, what, Nurse call? Since the 1960s? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. 50s? Yeah. <laughs> Amazon, please! Alexa, please! I'm gonna die! Okay, playing the best of Rock News Weekly for you. <laughs> Hey, that could work to our advantage. I know. We should do that. So no, no, no. we're all for it. Terrible. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Check out our photos, all that good stuff, rocknewsweekly.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please write our podcast. We do appreciate it. Uh, be honest with it. We don't care. We don't need a five-star rating. Any kind of rating helps us uh, aggregate into the algorithm and all that good stuff and get our info out there. Share our podcast with whoever you know. We do appreciate it, guys. And we'll see you next week. All right? Peace. Peace. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? 
is an accident waiting for you at some point sometime soon. Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, with Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer. And for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choiceless Law Firm for the voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole?